Hey everyone, welcome to the Agape Seed Ministry Podcast. I am Reverend Dr. James A. Kaikanal, and I would like to thank you for listening. Please share this podcast and enjoy the word. To God be the glory. All right, y'all ready? Father, thank you in Jesus' name. It is so, and so it is. Amen. Turn with me to the sixth chapter of the book of Joshua one more time. Sixth chapter of the book of Joshua. We want to continue in our teaching, praise God. Uh, and we, this will be the second installment on this teaching, praise God, developing strategies for your victory. Developing strategies for your victory. The Bible says in Proverbs, the 29th chapter, verse 18, without a vision, the people perish. But without a people, the vision will never come to pass. For the vision is yet for appointed time, in the end it shall speak and it shall not lie. Though it tarries, we'll wait for it because it will surely come and it will not tarry. And so we thank you in Jesus' name. Can you excuse me? Pause. Can you push the button if that doesn't work? Can you push the button, Mr. Lawrence, if that doesn't work? The time, the clock. Amen. All right? If it, listen, change the batteries on that if it doesn't work. Sorry about that, whoever's doing this. We're just we dealing with technic- technicalities. Amen. So having said that, going back to what I was saying originally, is, is that, yes, we see in this particular passage of Scripture, the sixth chapter, out of worship. We saw now in the fifth chapter that it was through worship that Jeremiah, not Jeremiah, but Joshua says, Lord, speak. It is important that when we worship God, whether it's corporately or whether it's even personally, that we incline our ear to hear what he will say to us. It is in worship that God gives us small increments of revelation. He reveals his plan to us. Now, it's it's important that you keep this in mind that there are a lot of folk, because we are in the body of Christ, the Bible says, wherefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. We're in, but now it's, it's not enough just to be in it. You've got to be in it to win it. Are you listening to me? And, and, and to be honest with you, this is a sad commentary. I see a lot of believers who are living a defeated lifestyle. You're almost living the life as a loser where you were born to win. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 15, chapter verse 15, but thanks be unto God who giveth us the victory, who giveth us the, listen, who giveth us the victory through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who giveth us the victory. It's almost like saying in Jeremiah, the sixth chapter, see, I've given you the city of Jericho. God, listen, he also says in, in Numbers, the 13th chapter, he tells Moses to choose out, okay, 12 men go out and go on a fact-finding mission. Go out and spot out the land, all right, that I'm giving them. I'm giving them. So, so if we look at it in the pattern of God, the consistency of God, what we are believing God for, it's already a given, But if you don't have a plan to execute, a plan to work, you will never see it come to pass. So so it requires of us. And what I found out, now watch this. Some folks still want to deal or live. They want to be in the wilderness. Okay? They want to be like the children of Israel. 
they want to be like every morning they would go out and they would retrieve the manna because the manna fell from the sky all right they didn't have to fight for it it was a given it was almost like a welfare system but notice now praise god look at the timing of god the exactness of god and it's just in preparation as the children of israel watch this they've lived 40 years in the wilderness they're getting ready to crash, they're getting ready to cross over, okay, and to go into the promised land. Guess what happens? The manner ceases, all right, which means now a 40-year period, all right, has come to an end. The season has changed. That's why you can't get hooked up and get locked in that God does the same thing, okay, the same way all the time. He changes the season. He also sometimes changes the strategy, and he changes the methods. So if you don't tap in, it's almost like on the job, okay? Most of us, praise God, who, who are, like are administrators or who are in management, you know, we get the plan, and then we have to share that plan with those who are under us. Is that correct? All right? Now, watch this, okay? Day to day, the plan could change. Okay, or the strategy could change. Is that correct? So you cannot go, all right, and work what happened two years ago. That ain't going to work today. Amen. Stuff that happened last month, it, it's not going to work because there might be an update, all right? And so we have to be adaptable, okay, to be able to be current so we could be effective. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Now watch this. I want you to catch this because it's so important. So after Joshua worships, he says, speak, Lord. Then the Lord says, see. See, you have to see it before it comes to pass. Amen. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Now, now tell your neighbor, said neighbor, whatever you believe in God for, you got to see it God's way. And when you see it God's way, you got to see it before it happens. You see, see, because God will give you sometimes, listen, he doesn't always give you the whole picture. He just sometimes just give you a little bit. Can you trust him with a little bit? Okay, because some folk want the whole picture. That's not faith. Sometimes, listen, if God really showed you the big picture, some of us, we would not be able to be a partaker of it because it would be too big and it will be, matter of fact, our limited perception will literally shut out the big God that whose we are part of. Did you catch that? Our limited perception. In other words, we so small. That's why you got to learn how to train yourself to hang out with big-minded people. Okay? You can't hang out with little-minded folk because, you know, if they keep talking, they'll talk you out of your plan, or the plan that God has for your life. And sometimes there will be seasons, if you will, that, 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 that you're going to walk alone or you're going to be by yourself. Okay, in the natural sense, but God will speak to you. During those moments, God will bring you close to him that you can sense the presence of God and he'll start to unveil revelation and insight. Then you got to be careful who you share what God has revealed to you. Because if they're little-minded people, they say, how could that be? It would be like the man who the king leaned on. Now here, praise God, there's a recession, there's a famine. It got so bad with Israel that they started getting into cannibalism. They started eating one another. But then Elijah rises up in the seventh chapter of the book of Kings. He said, this time tomorrow. Okay, 
the cost of a seal of flour be such and such. Now he released the prophetic word, and then the man who the king leaned on, this is who the king leaned on, or his officer. He said, if the Lord would open up the windows of heaven, how could that be? Elijah fires back. In other words, you, you challenging the authority of the prophetic word that I just released. He said, you will see it, but you will not be a partaker. I just want to know how many folk will see others getting blessed, but you will not be a partaker of what God has stored up for you because you're so little-minded that you will talk yourself out of the blessing that God has for you. Tell your neighbor, said neighbor, this is the beginning of the second half of the year of 2019. And I believe that God still got some stuff. Now, let me work over here. I'm going to work with folk that believe. Matter of fact, I believe God's got some stuff that's stored up for me. Tell your neighbor, there's some, there's some stuff that's stored up just for me. Well, you know, you can say that when you know that you know your God and your God has already worked on your behalf. Get a little selfish. I don't know about you, but I'm going to speak for myself. God has stored up some things for me this year that has not come to pass. But, it, it, but listen, this year is slated to be released in my life. Lift your hand and give God praise. Blessings and increase. I don't care what, you got to praise God like you don't care what nobody thinks or what nobody says about what God is getting ready to do for you. Hallelujah. Just, just lift your hand and give him praise. Now, I, I, listen, 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 listen. I know we're in a corporate setting. Okay, it's easy to do that. But and it's, it's good when you see other folk lift their hands and open up their mouth. But you got to learn how to do it when ain't nobody else around but you and God. Just act like ain't nobody else here. And you start to praising God for what he's getting ready to do. Open your mouth and make some noise for him. I was, I was in the final few hours for my, 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 my vacation this week. I was down in Florida and I was enjoying the Lord. And I sent back messages. Don't pray for my deliverance. Don't pray for my release or my breakthrough right now. The time will come later on this afternoon. But I am enjoying 95 degree weather. Lord, speak. I hear you. I'm in the pool. Lord, speak. Your servant hears you. And I began to, names began to come to mind. I began to almost cry. And I began to say, this one is dead. That one is past. This one is no more around. And I'm telling you, the more that I began to come up with names, it made, the more I became humble that I'm still alive. Maybe you can think of somebody that you knew in grade school or high school. Somebody that used to be your girl, your boy. They ain't around now. Lift your hand and say, God has done it one more day and one more time. That I'm still here. And when I think about the fact that God woke me up this morning. I'm closed in my right mind. I don't care what nobody else said. I'm closed in my right mind. 
I got the activities of my limb and the blood. I got to give him praise. Then when I came to the house of God, and there were some other folk who like-minded like me. Where are my like-minded folk that are just grateful that God gave you another chance to be in the land of the living? Hallelujah. He says, now, 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 he says, now, see, you, you got to see some stuff. Okay, now, now, I was looking at this. Look at this. In, in, in Jericho, I mean, Joshua 6 and 1. Now Jericho was securely shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out and none went in. You have to see beyond your obstacles. You have to see beyond your barriers. You have to see beyond your walls of limitation. Can anybody see through to where God is taking you? That, that the wall that surrounds you is getting ready to come down. Let me work over here. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, your wall is getting ready to come down. Walls of limitation, walls of restriction, walls that said, no, you can't have it. You're not qualified. My wall is getting ready to. Prophet aside to somebody in your bench and point out and say, your wall is getting ready to come down. I began to look at this thing and he said, and the Lord said to Joshua, see, mm -hmm. I have given Jericho into your hand. It's king and the mighty men of valor. You shall march around the city. Now that's the strategy. But before, go with me to the 16th chapter of the book of Joshua. No, okay, yeah, 16th chapter. Did I say the 16th chapter of the book of Joshua? I meant Proverbs, and we'll come back to Joshua. This is what you have to do because with the plan, watch this now. Proverbs 16 and 1 says, the preparations, that means, another word for preparation is the plans of the heart belong to man. In other words, what's in your heart belongs to you. But the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. Did you get that? The answer, your answer is really from the Lord. Are you listening to me? So watch this now. What's in your heart is going to have to line up, Sister James, with the answer from the Lord. And so now watch this. That's where, the, and that's the reason why you can't rush the process. That's why things are not done instantly. Because you'll miss some details, okay, part of the process. Now, now watch this, because it's important that you catch this. He says, watch. He says, all the ways of man are pure in his own eye. In other words, in every man's eyes, not careful, you think you're right. But the Lord weighs the spirits. Now, watch this in verse 3. Commit. Everybody say commit. It means commit your work. Roll your works to the Lord. Watch this now. In other words, cast all your care upon him for he careth for you. But watch this. When I roll my plan over to the Lord, your thoughts will be established. In other words, when I give it over to God, God is going to establish my thought process. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Now drop down to verse 9. Drop down to verse 9. Verse 9. The Bible says, a man's heart plans his ways. 
but the Lord directs, underline that, the who, who directs his steps? Now, now the Bible says in Psalms, the footsteps of a good man. The word order means are orchestrated. Now, now watch this. This is where, where, where I hear Isaiah 55. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so are my ways and your ways and my thoughts and your thoughts. So it's important now, watch this, that our thoughts now begin to bend towards the purpose and the thoughts and the plan that God has for us. Because if you try to do it your way, it ain't going to work. That's why the Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean, lean, lean not to your own understanding. But in all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall what? Listen, if you're ever going to see what God has purposed for your life, if you're ever going to see the vision comes to pass, you got to learn how to yield to him. Now, now I'm going to be honest with you. It, it took me a little while to really learn that. Because, see, when I, when I thought about he's going to orchestrate my footsteps, I, I thought, Sister Gwen, everything going to be good. Everything going to be right. Everything going to be tight. I ain't going to miss it. But I found out that I had to go through some bumps in the road. I, I found out that, listen, that he not only works, see, because he's God, all right? He works the good as well as the bad, all right? I, I found out that all things work together for the good to them that love God, to them that are called according to his purpose. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, in days to come, it might not always be good for you, but it's going to work out in your behalf. And sometimes he has to allow us to get into bad situations just to prove that he's still God in a bad situation and he's going to never leave you nor forsake you. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, I'm so glad that the bad thing is not the finality. But God will use the bad thing and get some good out of it. Because he's working it out for my good. He, he's perfecting some things. He's completing some things. Sometimes he allows bad people to touch my life. Even though I said no weapon that's formed against me. Sometimes he allows folk to lie on me. Speak all manner of evil against me. Try to do me harm. But tell your neighbor, still working out for my good. Tell your neighbors, look at your neighbors, say, neighbor, it's going to work out for your good. You might not see it now. And sometimes you got to cry. And sometimes you want to give up and give in and give out. But tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, you serve a God that's not going to let you quit. Every time you try to quit, he's going to set you back up and bring you back around. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, you ought to be glad that you didn't start the work. But the Bible says, he who has begun a good work. Tell you, I'm a good work is able to perform it until the day of the Lord Jesus Christ. I think I got the right church here. I think I got the right people. That God is repositioning us. He's setting us up. He didn't say it was always going to be easy. Sometimes you're going to encounter some difficult situations. But it's part of the making of you. I was reading it. This week, I was just reading, and it, it talked in the 11th chapter, the book of, of, of Second Corinthians. And, and, and the Bible talks about Paul's, watch this now, it talks about his wounds. It talks about, it talks about how he was stoned, how he was dragged, how he was left 
for dead. Oh, sometimes people think they got you. Let me, let me help up here. Some people have connived, they've schemed. They've been in the back room, they've been on the phone concerning you. For the mere fact, I must be important. If people are going to be up half the night thinking about me, thinking about how they're going to scheme to get me. Tell your neighbor, said neighbor, while they up, you should be sleeping. Because he gives his beloved sleep. Come on, somebody. Tell your neighbor, said neighbor, you got to learn how to sleep. You got to learn how to rest in him. When other folk are up conniving to come against you, I declare no weapon. That's formed against me shall prosper. Every tongue that rise up against me and judge. God has given me the authority to condemn. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, I lift my hand in the sanctuary. Pray, and I give him praise. Because I should have been cut off from the land of the living. As many times that the enemy has come against me. I should have been a defeated foe. But I'm so glad that when I lift my hands... And I begin to give him praise. When I lift my hands, I begin to get renewed. When I lift my hands, I begin to get strength that came out of nowhere. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, I got strength for my battle. And I'm in it to win it, but I've come too far now. I can't give in, give up, or give out. Tell the Lord, thank you. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, the plan of God shall prevail for me. The plan of God shall overtake my enemy. The plan of God will carry me over to the other side. I got to give him praise. I got to give him glory. I got to give him. I don't know how you're going to do it. I don't know who you're going to use. But God, I lift my hands to you. No other help that I know. I give you praise. I've been through some see nothing days. I couldn't see your presence. I couldn't hear a word from you. But I'm still praising you. I'm still giving you the glory. I'm still giving you the honor. <laughs> Look at this. Look at the strategy. A man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Go back to. Joshua, he says here, look at the strategy, look at the plan now. He's giving them all of the mighty men of valor. Who are the mighty men of valor? Those are the men of war. He says, I've already given you them. Listen to this. You shall, watch this now. He said, verse 2, and the Lord said to Joshua, see, I've given you Jericho, the king, the mighty men of valor, who's the men of war. Now watch, this. look at the strategy. Verse 3, you shall march around the city, all you who? Underline that, because look at the strategy now. He's not saying everybody at this time. He's only saying the men of war. He said, I want the men of war to march around the city once each day for six days. I want you to march around the city. Now, it's important that when you're in warfare that you don't waste a lot of words. I, I noticed now that the strategy, listen to this. <laughs> the difference in sixth chapter of the book of Joshua versus the 13th chapter of the book of Numbers, watch this. 
the 11 spies go out in the 13th chapter of the book of Numbers. They go on a fact-finding mission. They come back with the evidence. Grapes, clusters of grapes where it took two men to carry. All right? Then he gave them, watch this now, he gave them an opportunity to give the report. Okay? Now, uh, I, I don't want to not knock the wisdom of God, but I believe God allowed it to happen for, for us. Out of the 12 that went out, only two came back with a good report. The other 10 spoke doubt, unbelief, and said they saw themselves as grasshoppers in the land of giants. That, that tells me that they did not rehearse their history. That tells me that they forgot what God had already did. I'm saying to you, don't forget what he's already done. Don't forget what he's already bring you through. Don't forget because you are work in progress, but you got to use your mind to see what God has already done for you. And, and listen to this. <clears throat> Since we live from faith to faith, but we serve the same God. The word faith to faith means that there's, it's progressive. It's increased. It's, it goes higher with each level that we, that, that we are raised to. Are you hearing me? But you say you serve the same God yes. that did it for you in the beginning. Yes. If he did it for you in the beginning, he'll do it for you now. Yes. Am I talking to anybody here? Yes. If he did it 10 years ago, he's still working you out now. Yes. If he did it five years ago, he's still working now. Yes. Anybody got a testimonial on the faithfulness of God? Yes. Can, can, can anybody just reflect in your own mind where you were faithless, but he still remained faithful? Lift your hand and say, I thank God that he was faithful even when I felt like quitting, when I felt like giving up. Even when he increased the intensity of the attack, God was still faithful to bring me out. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. Nothing you will face in this season of your life that God will not give you the victory. Let me work over here. Nothing that you will face. He's the same God that worked on your behalf 10 years ago, five years. Listen, the reason why, watch this. The reason why the devil increases attack with more devils is because of the fact of where you are now. Where you are now is, is, is different than where you were five or 10 years ago. If, if your God is the God of increases, he's perpetual and blessing you. Are you hearing me? Anybody glad that you are not where you were 10 years ago? Hit, hit three people say, I'm so glad. And even when I didn't see growth, God was increasing me. God, God was stretching me. God was empowering me the more. Even when I thought I had no power, God was strengthening me down in my spirit, man. And I found out that I could take more today than I could 10 years ago. I could take more today than I could do five years Am I talking to anybody here? Am I talking to any folk that's been increased in God? Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, I'm so glad God is working on me. Tell them, I'm so glad God is working in me. And he's going to work through me. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. He says, here, watch, watch, watch. 
march, the mighty men of valor march around the wall once for six days. Look at verse 4. The Bible says, now watch this now. The seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of rams, horns, before the ark. But the seventh day you shall march around the city seven times. And the priests shall blow the trumpets. So now watch this. He says the priest is going to blow once. And how many times they're going to march? Seven. seven times when? Seven. On the seventh day. Seven is the number in biblical numerology. It's the number of completion. Tell your neighbor, you got to march. You got to march. Because while you're marching, God is working some stuff out in your life. While you're marching, God is taking some stuff out and putting some stuff in. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, he will bring you to completion. Now, now notice. Notice. He, he, he says seven days. Now, now, the question for thinking minds who really want to know, why didn't, why didn't he tell them to march around eight times? Why didn't he tell them to march around eight times? Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, the number eight represents new beginning. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, the maximum you're going to have to march is seven times. Because on the eighth time, it's the new beginning. On the eighth time, tell your neighbor, on the eighth time, but after the seventh time, your wall is coming down. Can I get a witness, somebody? Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, you, you, you got to follow the destruction. Watch this, watch this. This is so good to me. I looked at this thing here, and he says, now watch. <clears throat> the priests who are the pastors shall bear, what, seven trumpets of ram horns before the ark, all right, on the line of the ark, but the seventh day you shall march around the city seven times, and the priest shall what? Blow the trumpet. That's why you need leadership in their right positions. Look at the strap. Ministers, you got to be in your position. You can't be all over the place because you got to sound the alarm. You got to blow the ram's horn. You got to blow the trumpet. You in the back outside, you missed it. So if anybody following you, you will cause somebody to miss their breakthrough because you ain't in your right place. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Look at this now, verse 5. It shall come to pass when they make a long sound with the ram's horn. Is that what your Bible said? That's the bullhorn, that's right. And when you hear the sound of the trumpet, that all the people, now look at now, here's when all the people come, that all the people, is that what your Bible said? And all the people shall what? Shout with the what? In other words, don't make no little sound. Make a big shout. Okay, then the wall of the city will fall down flat and the people shall go up every man straight before him. Now watch this in verse 6 because it's important. Now watch this. Joshua calls the priests, all right, to take up the ark of the covenant. Now, what is the Ark of the Covenant? The Ark of the Covenant represents the presence of God. So now watch this. To go without his presence is a guarantee you will lose. And you got many folk who are going, but you don't spend time in his presence. So you're, you're fighting, okay, you're fighting a defeated fight because you ain't spent time in his presence. When I say spend time in his presence, I'm not just talking about on Sunday morning. 
tell your neighbor, it got to be your lifestyle. Now, now listen, you ought to be having service sometime tomorrow. You ought to be having service sometime on Tuesday. Can I get a witness, somebody? Now, now listen, you might not have this turnout. Tell your neighbor, you might not have this turnout. But you and God make the majority on Monday. You and God make the majority on Tuesday. Because some of us are going through some stuff on our job. Is that correct? Some of us are going through, facing great challenges in our life. But tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, get in his presence. When you get in his presence, he'll give you the strategy. Shout hallelujah. Glory to God. So I said glory to God. Because sometimes he changes up the plan. He changes up the direction. I, I was thinking about you this week. And I was thinking about, you know, your new position. If you would have went according to the way man was. Now watch this. Look at the timing of God. God begins to prompt you and direct you to shift. Okay? Your contemporaries, see, they were talking about you. Man, you don't got this job. You got this position. And you're going to do what? See, that's why you got to hear the voice of God for yourself. Are you listening to me? Now, when the shift came, also the elevation came, the promotion. Can, can, I, can I go a little further? After you shifted, then everybody else gets to notice there's going to be a layoff. So, Y'all ain't hearing me. Listen. He, listen. He got the prompt and the shift. Now, God knew there was going to be a layoff of hundreds of something people. But he was testing his faith. Will he be obedient to the leading, to the voice of God? Shift. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, if he says shift, you better shift. If he say go, you better go. If he says stay, you better stay. But you better hear the voice of God. Your shift got you out in time. Then comes the pronouncement. Layoff. But now watch this. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, he'll give you increase for your troubles. You're the only one. Let me give you a Tell your neighbor, he'll give you an increase for your troubles. When he shifted, that's when he got the promotion in position. And that's why he got the increase. That's why Deacon Benet is happy. Yeah. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, why is she happy? Because Saul said, money answer for all things. When you got that increase, she started thinking, I can go shopping a little bit more. I could spend more of our money. You know, they always say it's ours when it's ours. You know, when it's theirs, it's theirs. You know, they have to say, what's mine is mine and what's yours is mine. You understand what I'm saying? Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, Deacon Benet is a happy camper. But he heard the word shift. Now, you got the position. You went out there and got the big bling bling. I officiated over that. I saw it. I inspected it. I said, boy, I said, he wanted to show me that he has some skills. He got a little increase in pay. Now, I'm telling you, listen, I'm telling you now. You know, sometimes the brightness of, of, of the brilliance of, of the reflection of the light can blind you. 
Y'all better put some shades when you go around Deacon Benet. You better, better put some shades on. Amen. See, you saw it. Amen. Let me know you got good vision and good taste. Amen. And you took care of the prophet on that too. Amen. I'm in agreement with you. Amen. I'm in agreement. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, follow his pattern. Follow his pattern. Watch this. Watch this. I want you, I want you to catch this. Look at the strategy. Look at the strategy. Verse 6. <clears throat> then Joshua, the son of man, called the priest and said to them, take up the ark of the covenant. The ark of the covenant represents the presence of God. All right. And let seven priests bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark of the covenant. In other words, now he says, I want the priests to go before the presence. Because when you blow the trumpet, all right, his, the power of his presence will be manifest. It ain't just their shout. But it's the, his presence, which is the Ark of the Covenant. It's, listen, how the two go hand in hand together. If they don't shout, the power of God won't be released from the Ark of the Presence of the Covenant of God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I'll say it again. If, 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 they, if they are not conscious of the Ark of the Covenant, that represents the presence of God. Are you hearing me? When they shout it, it released the power of God. That that wall came down. Look at this. Look at the strategy. Look at the strategy. And the Bible says, I only got eight minutes. Let me, let, me, let me run through this. And the Bible says, verse 7, And he said to the people, Proceed and march around the city, and let him who is armed advance before the ark. So the armed men, the men of war, the presence, the ark of the presence, and then the priests, and then the people. All right? Now watch this. And so it was when Joshua... Watch this. And he said to the people, Proceed and march around the city. Verse 8, So it was when Joshua had... Spoken to the people that the seven priests bearing the seven trumpets of the horn before the Lord advanced and blew the trumpet. Again, number two, the ark of the covenant of God followed them. Number nine, and the Bible says the armed men, watch this now, went before the priests. So in other words, now watch this. Who went first? The, no, not the ark of the covenant. Who went first? The arm of the men. Now, how can I translate that today? Because you got some people who are thinking contemporary. All right, watch, watch. The mighty men of valor are the people of prayer. So, so when we pray, all right, before the priest, we're paving the way so the priest can come forward. The ark is behind. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Now watch this. Watch the order because they got to follow, okay, the specific detailed strategy. Watch what he says here. Watch. And the Bible says in verse 9, and it says, The armed men went before the priests who blew the trumpets, and then watch this. And the rear guard came after the ark while the priests continued blowing the trumpets. In other words, watch this. He's got you covered front and back. Are you hearing me? Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor. You got some people that's going on before you. But then again, you got some folk that's behind you that got your back. Tell you, man, the enemy will not be able to get in because you're covered on both sides. You're covered front and back. Tell your neighbor, said, neighbor, we can all get in this together. Now, when we lift up our voice and we begin to shout, when we begin to pray, we begin to intercede, we go before that when the priests get ready to blow the trumpet, 
and the Ark of the Covenant is right behind the priest. God is getting ready to release its power. And that, watch this. And then God's got our rear guard. Nothing can stab us in the back. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, your day of backstabbers is over. Because God is getting ready to protect you from backstabbers. He's getting ready to protect you from folk who've been talking behind your back. Some of them, they're disguised as friends. But then they're really not your friends. Can I get a witness, somebody? Some of them are family, but they're really not family. Because your real family is not your bloodline, but it's the family of God. People that know who they are in God. People who have, have a strategy for war. People who have a strategy for victory. Shout glory. Shout hallelujah. Watch this. The Bible says, watch this. And jo now Joshua commanded the people, saying, you shall not shout or make any noise with your voice, nor shall a word proceed out of your mouth until the day I say to you, shout. Then you shall shout. In other words, I want you to exercise some discipline. I don't want you to be wasting no talk on nothing. That when you shout, your shout will be purposeful and meaningful. Sometime while we're waiting on God, what comes out of our mouth is the thing that defeats us. Watch this now. Watch this. I want you to catch this. God had to allow the children of Israel. Watch this. I want you to hear this. God had to allow the original people that came out of Egypt, all right, other than Joshua and Caleb, all of them had to die off because of what came out of their mouth. It was an insult to God. I just performed 12, 10 miraculous demonstrations of my power. I brought you out by my own arm. You didn't have bow, barrel. You didn't have no Uzi. You ain't had no guns. And I brought you out. Now I brought you to this place for you to go into the promised land. And you still see giants bigger than your God. If that don't get God mad, what insults God when we forget what he's already done? What he's already done. Can anybody just remember what he's already, one thing that he's already done for you? Give him praise for the one thing. Can anybody think of two things? Three things. Can anybody think of, give him some praise for what he's already. And while you lift your hand and say, I will not forget. Say it again. I will not forget for what he already done. Tell him if he don't do nothing else, he's done enough for me. I give him praise. Open your mouth and give him praise. Shout glory. Hallelujah. Let's just practice the shout. Give him praise. Hallelujah. Can I tell you what I just saw? Can I tell you what I just saw? When you shouted in the spirit realm, I started to see cracks in your wall. I started to see cracks in your wall. The wall that was impenetrable. Couldn't get through. That's supposed to be their protection. Woo! 
I was just, I, I was studying a couple years ago. And I was thinking about, David becomes a tribal king. Everybody say tribal king. Now, what does that mean, a tribal king? He's anointed. Listen to this. I want you to catch this. He's anointed to become king over all of Israel. Watch this. I want you to catch this, Dave. Over all of Israel in the 16th chapter of the book of 1 Samuel. When Samuel pours the oil on him, he's anointed to become king over all of Israel. But what I want you to make note of, whatever God has promised us, he gives it to us in degrees. It's not today and then tomorrow you're there. He declares and decrees it today. But it's a process to cat you got to go through. Are you listening to me? It took about somewhere between 15 to 17 years before David became king over all of Israel. Now watch this. God is so awesome. It's in the first chapter of the book of 2 Samuel that Saul and Jonathan are lost in the battle. They're killed. In the second chapter, David asked this question. He said, where shall we go up from here? Should we go up to Hebron? That's the capital. And watch this. And the Lord says, go up to Hebron. Now, when he gets, watch this, watch this. When he gets up to Hebron, then the men of Judah, they come and they make him king. Now, here's this. I want you to catch this. Whatever God has prepared for you, you ain't got to go out and do it yourself. You just got to get into the place where he wants you to be. And he'll cause people to come to you. You can tell when, 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 when people really ain't of God, Deacon Matt, because they always trying to do it. So God says, now listen, if you're going to try to do it, I'm not going to do it. Don't tie, don't tie my hands. You tie God's hands when you try to help him out. He don't need your help. He was here before you. He was God. He's God while you're here. And tell your neighbor, you ain't going to live forever. He's going to be God after you die. Now here's my point. Watch this. Here's my point. They come and they make him king of Judah. The tribe. He's king. He's a tribal king for seven and a half years. This is what he says. He says we want to take Jerusalem. Whoever takes this, the capital of Jerusalem, he told them what their, their elevation. Now, watch this. You have, it, it never ceases to amaze me how weak folk talk a lot of junk. Because there were weak folk, there were chumps in the land. They said, listen, I don't care, ain't nobody penetrating this fortress. Nobody. Ain't nobody getting in. David and his men comes up with a plan. Watch this. That's why you got to be careful and watch on all sides. Watch this. They don't go on top where they can be seen, but they go underground. Now, the question is, who's going underground trying to get to you? See, because underground, you can't see them. 
But there's some folk that could be digging trenches out. And you can't see them because if you're looking on the outside, you'll never miss them. You will miss them every time. So the key is the way you catch them is when you spend time in prayer. God will reveal who's doing what. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, he, he sees all things. Now, can I go a little further? That's why I, I understand about friendships and relationships, but your friend today could be an enemy tomorrow. I'm preaching better than you saying amen. Am I talking to anybody experience? Your friend today could be your enemy tomorrow. Matter of fact, before the day is over, they could become your enemy. The men of David come through. Isn't it the sixth chapter of the book of the no, second chapter of the book of Second Samuel? They come through the trenches and they take Jerusalem. Now, having said that, again, I'm talking about strategy. The children of Israel were supposed to march six days, once for each day. On the seventh, they're supposed to march seven times around the city of Jericho. They were instructed when to shout. They were instructed when to sound the alarm, to blow the, 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 the ram. And what happened was, now listen to this, in my conclusion. They were instructed not to take anything from the city. Why? Because the first always belongs to God. Could it just be that you open up, a, you open up an attack for your own self because you keep taking God's stuff? Your ties are first to God. He's not telling your neighbor, he ain't the afterthought, he's the first thought. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all thine increase. Tell your neighbor, be able to put him first, put him first, you'll, ne you'll never lose again. Put him first, he'll always take care of all your needs. Put him first, you'll become the head and not the tail. Put him first. They marched on that seventh time, on that seventh day. And when they sound the alarm, the presence of God was there. And the wall came down. Look at the strategy. Now watch this. We must never box God in. That we assume that he's going to do the same thing the same way every time. Are you hearing me? You cannot go according to sight. Because in the seventh chapter, they didn't follow the plan of worship. If they were to worship, the Lord would reveal to them. It ain't about AI being a smaller city. It's about sin in the camp. You'll never be victorious even with the divine strategies of God, if we are practicing sin in our life. Sin will rob us every time of the glory of God, the victory that God has assured us. Are you listening to what I'm saying? 
divine strategy. We'll look at another one next week. I'm talking about divine strategies for your success. You got to seek him. You got to hear him in worship. And God will start to give you little by little the plan for your life. Are you hearing me, Agape? Come on, stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Grab that person's hand next to you. We all believers and just say, I just set myself in agreement with the vision, purpose, and plan that God has for your life. Tell them, stay focused. Watch God show up and show out big in your life. Tell them, as our leader said, this is our year, 2019. I tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, I'm squeezing your hand. Because I'm confident of what God's going to do for me. But please don't sadden my heart by not getting your victory and I only get mine. In other words, you getting your victory in the hand that you're holding, they looked that day they'd make it. Not so. Not so. Squeeze that hand once again. Squeeze life into them. Squeeze life. Squeeze strength. Squeeze hope. Now give him praise. Come on, give him praise. Give him praise while you're clapping. It's a positive sign. Come on, somebody. Your victory is already won. It's already been decreed. God's not going to go back and undo it. It's yours in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. If God did it once, he'll do it again. Father, I thank you for this. I thank you for these thy people. And I set myself in agreement for what you have declared and decreed for their life. It shall come to pass. I thank you for their victories and their triumphs. I thank you for their increase. And I thank you for their miracles and deliverances and breakthroughs. I thank you in advance as they fight the good fight of faith. Strengthen them even now in this hour. In Jesus' name. It is so. And so it is. Clap your hand and give him praise one more time. Thank you once again for listening to the Agape Seed Ministries podcast. If you would like to sow a seed offering to this ministry, you can find us on Facebook on the Agape Christian Ministry Church of Patterson and hit the donate button. Or you can find us on Giblify. Please come and visit us at 76 Ward Street in Patterson, New Jersey. I promise you, you will not leave the way you came in Jesus' name.